0: This should be played at high volume. You're listening. I'm not us. Awesome. To the grind hours podcast. You can either have the money and a hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both.
1: Hello and welcome to the grind hours podcast. We are recording this on Tuesday, September sixth, the day after Labor Day, or in other words, my Labor Day, because I worked a 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. shift on Labor Day. It was great. Ray, you're awesome. The morning show is great. But getting to things at hand, this is probably going to go up on Thursday. I'm also recording a football, straight football. There's some football in this podcast, but straight football on Thursday. That'll go up on Friday. It's picks again. So, and then next week, Nick and I will figure out when to do the wrapping up. But for today. We have the Kazo back for the first time in a couple of months, John. I know uh, you don't want to give, you know, you're, you're uh, secluded anyway. But how have things been, my man?
0: Good, good. Just busy working. You know, it's kind of, um, you could say me coming back today is almost like it's it's a, it's comparable. I think if not, maybe even larger than Michael K returning to the K Show today. So
1: you, you could say. Some some could say some could, you could, say, some you could, could say, say I was, was, was on vacation. like
0: Michael I was on vacation I mean no I was I've been busy he was
1: working. on no 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 I actually work for the station thank goodness my K is back because the amount of calls and tweets when's Michael coming back when's is Michael he suspended is he having a contract situation oh no he was on vacation was it a long it, vacation it's sure. the man
0: busts his ass
1: it was the summer of K yes the man works. His tail to
0: the bone, all everybody, and I'm not trying to just be biased now because you know you work for them, but like, or I'm a fan also, but it's like you know people deserve a break every once in a while. Is that that bad of a? Is that that no, bad? No,
1: it's just they no. miss them, and and there's no, you miss them. I love and I love the K show, and I love I love all the callers. Well, call him, but the I'm well so deserved. happy that he's finally back. Well and, earned, well deserved, and
0: it's good. To, I hope he's well rested because he's gonna.
1: Walk into oh, a- we're and diving into it here, because that's the perfect segue. He actually watched and announced all of these games that, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, John, you and I have uh, come up with an adage that when the Yankees win, it looks like they can never lose. They look like the best team that's ever played baseball in the history of baseball. But and when they, they lose... lose. They look like the worst team that has ever played baseball in the history of baseball, and it looks like they, they can never win. And <clears throat> they were stuck in this phase for 50 games, not a week, not a week and a half, not a month, 50 Dude, games like, where they just, played like the worst team in baseball. Yeah.
0: And can I, I go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off, but can I just put this – I saw this, and this, like, freaked me out. The Yankees were the first team to 70 wins. The Dodgers are, have 90 wins. <laughs> the Dodgers have gotten not, are up to 90 wins in that stretch of time. The Yankees were the first one of 70, and in that time, the Dodgers caught up to the Yankees and surpassed them by 20 games.
1: Well, and... the Yankees now they, they, with yesterday's win against Minnesota, they are now 80, they have 81 wins. So at least, if all goes to hell, they'll finish 500 this year. So that that's nice.
0: Oh my god. Please. Please. At
1: least we at least we can finish at 500. But no, I and you know, if you listen to Boone, he's out of ideas for this team because I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Why does why does the team that has been the best offense in the sport throughout the entire year just all go cold?
0: I'll tell you why. Why? Because they can't hit
1: Home runs. That's not, no, no, no. That team, that team is 2021's team. That team is 2020's team. To an extent, that team is 2019's team. This team, yes. Are they reliant on home runs? Absolutely. I think they are top five again, maybe even top three again in home runs hit. But But What I see is like if they don't hit home runs. Look at this team in the first half. I know it's a completely different team.
0: Well that, well that's what I'm saying though in the beginning of the year, things were different because yes. they were the ones but they were producing and now it's almost like they reverted back to like the teams of like the last few years where it's like the guy who's ca- I, in my opinion and maybe this is not opinion because it's freaking fact basically the guy who's carrying this team across the finish line is Aaron judge
1: oh it's not a it's not an opinion that that's is a fact that is a damn it's a fact, fact a scientific
0: and... fact. Aaron Judge's back is going to be broken by somebody. Get this man a chiropractor because he's carrying all this dead weight.
1: Yeah, he. But the thing is, that team is still this. Is still this team? That team in the first half yeah. still has the same guys. Yeah, which, which makes me. It's concerning. It's but concerning. I don't think it's. I'm and, not, and there was a point. You know, after they got dismantled by Tampa Bay nine to nothing, and Marwin Gonzalez was chucking 91 in there, where I hit rock bottom, where I was like, you know, it, I didn't want to be the guy that's like, well, if George was alive, this would happen. Well, I was that guy yeah. for five minutes because Boone would have been fired after that loss. But yeah. now I think if you can write the ship, they, they won on a questionable call, it was a ball. It was a ball. Uh, They won the final game against Tampa Bay. They win yesterday against a team that, you know, there couldn't have been a better team walking in the Yankee Stadium right now than the Minnesota Twins. I feel bad for that organization because the partial owner should be the New York Yankees. Whoever, I don't even know who owns the Minnesota Twins, but the Yankees have at least a 20% stake in Minnesota
0: doesn't matter. Yeah. And I was going to say talking about returns, we're talking about Minnesota Twins and talking about the return, talk about Beagle you, even the though the mic
1: drop, yeah, the yeah, mic drop exactly. by uh have- by Gary Sanchez. They both Gio and Sanchez got a uh tribute yesterday as well. So
0: nice. I don't know nice.
1: if they deserve it. I don't know if any player really deserves it now because you know if you pl- if you get a cup of coffee with the- with a the team, they give you a tribute video. But This team, as currently constructed, obviously does not look like a playoff team, does not look like a team that can win the World Series. But I will say this, and and it does happen to every team, and the Yankees are not alone, but they are banged up. They have 14, 14, half the roster from opening day is on the injured list. So that does, and when you have Anthony Bonda, Pitching important innings, and when yeah. you stretch Wandy Peralta to the brink, you are gonna lo- you are gonna lose games, and I'm, I'm, injuries happen. They're a part of the game, and they're not an excuse. But,
0: but I, this is this has been the dog days of summer for sure. And like yes. I I will say this I will say this, and I am always this is how I always feel. I would rather be August. If that means we get hot in September.
1: Well, right. I think, you know, with with some games, with this series against we can pick Minnesota, a like that,
0: but we got to do it soon.
1: Well, no, I think, you know, I did, I sort of did this in May where it was like, are we sure we haven't played anybody yet? Where it was the hardest stretch of the year, unbeknownst to me that the past 50 games was the hardest stretch of the year. Yeah, I didn't This stretch, that. I think, like the Mets to a certain degree, it's not as easy as the Mets' schedule is. But the Yankees' September schedule, right now, it, it's favorable. You know, you play the Twins, who I know they're a borderline playoff team, but again, they have been the nail that the Yankees have just hammered home for 20 every years.
0: Single, every single time.
1: They play Pittsburgh, who is horrible. They play Milwaukee, who has fallen off a cliff since the Josh Hader trade, and Josh Hader's also fallen off that same cliff. Yeah, that was... Um, they play Boston, who, yes, they want to play spoiler to the Yankees, but if you can stick it to the Red Sox, that that's how you re- reinvigorate the fan base. I know it has been every Yankee fan has zero confidence in this team winning the World Series. I believe... The Yankees have 9 games left against the uh the Red Sox, I believe. If you go 6 and 3 in those 9 games, if you go I mean if you if you sweep them obviously, but if you go 8 and 3 that's still good. Yeah. Or 7 and 3? Or I'm messing up my math here. Six and three. Six um, and three. If you go six and three, seven and one. Right. Seven and two. Right. Well, I'm asking you up now. but yeah. let me let me just make sure that it is indeed nine more games. Well, the while you really have I mean, a couple of well, really big series coming up here against Boston, yeah. but it, again, uh, am I right here, John? I I
0: think so. Like they have to. the The opportunity is there. I will say this. I think this team is, best. despite the 50-game... I'm
1: sorry. It's six games. It's six games against Baltimore. got to go,
0: yeah, four, four, four and, two. and two. Four and two? five or and two. Sw-
1: if you sweep both those series, the parade's back on. Yeah, all Yankee fans are back on board if you sweep both of those series. One's a two-game set. One's a four-game set. And I think you really, like... You sweep Minnesota in this four-game set. Yeah. You sweep Pittsburgh again. You. The, the I think it's a three-game. So you win the set against Milwaukee. You know you end you end with Baltimore, who, as the looks of it right now, they're going to be out of it at the beginning of October, and then four games against Texas. There are winnable stretches here. I would say the only. Real lull is that three game set in Toronto, but other than that, you play Tampa Bay well. You've played Tampa Bay well, excluding the past series this year. You've beat Boston up, and then you got terrible teams. So this you know, the
0: opportunity there. They just the need opportunity
1: to- for what you thought was that for what you think could happen is. One thousand percent, there. It's right in front. As Boone has said, for a month, it's right in front of them. They just got to go take it.
0: Yeah. And if they don't, let's just <clears throat> let's just talk worst case scenario. Let's say like this proverbial cliff just keeps on coming. Hmm. I think this all. I, I really think this is a a, you know, and I hate being that guy that's like, well, this is it. This is win or bust. A winner bust year, but I really feel like if they don't capitalize this year, like my sentiment or get off the pot now. Like, you know, stop toying with our emotions of like, oh, we're gonna be competitive. Not to say oh tank, but like, you know,
1: no, you, you can't tank. But you let you me ask you this. Tank, but like, let me ask you this. If if they don't make the playoffs, Boone's gone anyway. But if they Exit and let's say the 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 first round. Do you think Boone's gone? I don't know. Where what's the? Where does the where do the Yankees have to finish where Boone
0: job yeah. is safe? Where do you draw? Yeah, he's got to make it to the ALCS.
1: The, point, if he loses the ALCS, some Yankee fans are going to want him fired, but. I kind of agree with you. I kind I, of agree if, with if you. They make it
0: to, if they can continuously make it to the league championship series, then that tells me the team can still be competitive. If they make it only to the DS and they get knocked out in the first round, that tells me the team is now training in a different direction. Because think about all the other years. 2018 is the exception. But, I mean, 2018 was, uh, well, you know, stealing signs, like whatever. I don't really count twenty eighteen that much, but it's like I, I mean all right what they this made year it in else. many in
1: many ways sorry to cut you off, but this year Let's in go. many ways it feels like seventeen where yes, I don't think Ferrarty's leash ended Boone's leash with this team could seems be ending. to be ending
0: could be ending, yes, because like, like I said, all right, twenty seventeen. We didn't think the window was going to be open, but they busted that window open. 2018 they missed out. 2019 they missed they missed it by a game.
1: Well, 17 and 19 cheating, 18 cheating. Cheating.
0: So I mean, you have cheating these 3 years, but still, like let's cheating aside, they still didn't make it.
1: No, you you're right. They missed it and, by and... a game.
0: They made, they the two years they made it to the LCS, they made it in 7 games. They went to 7 games, which that means Well, team...
1: 19 it was the 6th game, but you know
0: Nineteen was a six, or yeah.
1: They 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 made it to the penultimate. Yeah.
0: Spot, and then twenty. All right. Do you necessarily count that? And what happened when, last year? Wild card. Oh yeah, and then we that was it.
1: the Dick Garrico implosion in the wild card game. Yeah, yeah, twenty. I, I I think that they had a really good team. Uh, would they have beaten the Dodgers? Probably not. But I think they were better than the Rays. I yeah. think they were the best team in the American League that year. I do. Um. Well, I guess with I this, think, again, what's your I confidence? Think, le- let's wrap this up right here. What's your confidence level with uh, with this team right now on September sixth? I don't think it's going to change from now until Thursday. But what's your confidence level on a scale of one to ten? Seven. Really? 6 Ooh. nine. I'm at a four. Yeah, I'm. I'm...
0: I, I, I can see, like, if they keep going down, then the number's going to go down. But I think if they can get hot in this month, then it goes up.
1: Oh, no. If, if, saying, if they're barn burning again like they were in the first half, I, I'm right there with you. But right now, there's hope, but slim hope for so me. So I say,
0: yeah, I'm going to say six and a
1: half. Okay. I'm still at a four.
0: You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily... That's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato and I'm the creator of seven minute stories. I'm proud to partner with evergreen podcasts and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style. And together we're going to try to make sense of the world all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven minutes.
1: SeatGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, music fans, comedy fans, theater fans, fans of tickets, use my code GRINDHOUR to get into the building to get yourself a seat. Again, that's code GRINDHOUR at checkout for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app one more time. Code GRINDHOUR, that's G-R-I-N-D-H-O-U-R at checkout. Transitioning completely to something that nobody cares about, but we're going to do it anyway. Fantasy football. Everyone cares about their own team. Nobody cares about who el- anybody else's team. But, John, as we get to the doorstep of football season, people are having their last drafts. This is going up on a Thursday, so, you know, people will have had drafts. But But who is your number one guy for fantasy football this year?
0: All right, well, the number one guy on my team would probably be Derrick Henry.
1: But who is your number one? Who is number the guy one. that you – you know, you sat down. If you had all things pick. considered, if you had the first pick with biases out of the window, who's your who's the guy that you sit down and you're like, I want him?
0: There's a few guys, actually. I feel like I should have drafted. Maybe you didn't. Like uh, I'm happy like with my team, but I have to say, um, maybe Jonathan. It's probably a toss-up between I don't know Jonathan Taylor or uh, or Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's gonna be okay. Kind of disgusting.
1: Two solid picks. My guy is the guy that I got uh, in our draft, and that's Justin Jefferson.
0: I was, he was another, he was my other.
1: I, I think the, he's just like, going to have a, a, a monster year, an otherworldly season. I think he's the best receiver in the league. And with he that was, offense, new head coach, who's offensive minded that Sean McVay type system where you put Justin Jefferson in that Cooper cup role. Guys, oh, uh, the limit with this man, dude, man,
0: I'm just – like I said, I kind of there, – there were some panic picks
1: yesterday, but I'm happy with my team. I was just I'm sad. happy with I, my team too. I, I, I'm very, very I, – and I had – you had what, the f- fourth pick?
0: The third. I think I – no, the third pick. So, I think I made – I think I made – I think I did well with having to pick so, like, so sparsed out.
1: I, I – and I had the uh, – I had the seventh pick. So, like, um, yeah, you were we like – We will spare you for our teams. I'm not going to, you know – say list your team here but for guys and i'll go first for this one since you went first for the number one guy sleeper picks guys who are you know you're gonna wait till the latter half of the draft to snag them maybe you reach a little bit because you really really like this guy um my number one sleeper and i think he gets slept on every single year and especially this year because of who has now joined his team that's hunter renfro for me i Absolutely love Renpo. I've loved him since he was at college with uh, at Clemson. Yeah. He just – he catches the ball. And in a PPR league – and if you're not playing PPR, what the hell are you doing? But in a PPR league, that's what you need. You need a guy in, in your flex position or in your third wide receiver position. Or catch. he's just going to catch the ball. You You know he's good for like eight catches and 60 yards. Yeah. And that's what that that's just who Renfro is. He's a guy who, come hell or high water, it could be sleeting. There could be a monsoon. He's going to catch five balls a game. That's just what he's going to do. And I love him. I have him in both of my leagues that I'm in this year. I think he is a value play every single week. And he gets overlooked because of Devontae Adams joining the team. He's the safety blanket yeah. guy on third down when Devante gets double covered that they're just going to throw a a five yard in route and he's going to catch the ball.
0: I'll tell you the AFC West is going to be wild this year.
1: So that's my, that's my number one sleeper. What about you?
0: Um, I think I have a few guys on my team that like, I could argue that are sleepers Um, shout out to Nick because actually, like, I feel like we were both talking about Brees Hall. Like, why is he pushed up? So? so, I feel like he's a guy that, like, could be a sleeper. I picked him early. I might have reached he's for him. He's a
1: rookie. He is a guy that has a lot of upside. A lot, you right know, with uh, Damian Pierce of Houston. Yeah.
0: Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson. Those are guys that, like, I've had. I've never had Darnell Mooney. Allen
1: Robinson. That's a guy who I, I agree with you. He's a sleeper.
0: I also, my true sleeper pick, I think, even though he's on my bench right now. Tony Pollard, and I'm hoping that he becomes like the Kareem Hunt. Well, that Nick Chubb.
1: The reason why Tony Pollard, it, and I, he's a, I think he's borderline sleeper, because, you know, with with the Cowboys, you're an injury away from Tony Pollard being the guy. Exactly. So, and he's Pollard's, a, yeah, and it, at the break, you know, have him on the team, and at some point during the year. It'll be break in case of emergency type of guy where yeah. yeah, he's he's the injury away guy who you just stashed on the on the roster. Mooney, somebody's got to catch the ball in in, in Chicago. But exactly. I don't know how much, you know, maybe some garbage time stats, sure. Robinson, I agree with you. If Stafford's arm is is all right, he, they haven't had a jump, he hasn't had a jump ball guy. Since Calvin Johnson, and I'm not comparing Alan Robinson to Calvin no, Johnson. but like,
0: they're going to try and do similar.
1: Right, there will be similar aspects to the passing game that Robinson can be.
0: I actually got. I take. I have. I have a another person who I think is the number one person and the sleeper. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm thinking about it. I'm kind of kicking myself I didn't draft him. Lamar.
1: I. The real, just to be, and again, we're getting too deep into the weeds. I was going to get Lamar. He was my number one quarterback on the board. I know Josh Allen. Actually, no, Josh Allen's the number one quarterback on my board. I knew I wasn't getting Josh Allen. I knew I wasn't getting Josh Allen. So I wanted Lamar. And I chose Kyle Pitts thinking, ah, nobody's going to have another. People, Quarterbacks mm-hmm. are gonna, aren't going to go off the board yet and then Tim snatches him up right up right from right under my nose and um and I was there I was at Tim's
0: last night for the for the draft so yeah I was I, he goes watch this like <laughs>
1: and uh, i don't think he's a sleeper I, I don't i don't think he he's a guy who can win you a league he really no, is. I,
0: I know but i feel like uh i think where he went and I guess, maybe an our draft I yeah, went.
1: well, that's I mean, he went around average position. Let's tra- let's end the podcast on this. Who's the guy that is getting all the hype that you just like, I don't see it. I don't know what oh. you're smoking. I wish I could have some of that, but I am out. I don't want nothing to do with this guy..
0: Mm. He's a big boom or bust guy, I think, right now. But uh, I'm gonna go with Michael Thomas.
1: Really? Ooh. See, he he would be, in my opinion, a category as a sleeper. But you're you're out. You're done.
0: Well, because he's got James. I take that. Hold on. Hold on.
1: No, 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 no. Have conviction with yourself. Don't. Well, do no, no! I'm just I'm just making sure. I conv- like this take. It's a ver- that's very interesting. Go on. I. I... I'm just double checking.
0: It's just like if he stays healthy, then yeah, he's gonna be a sleeper because he's gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't stay healthy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then, uh, he's holding up a spot.
1: Yeah, I oh,
0: another I sleeper have,
1: pick, Jarvis Landry. I have two guys for this, and you can maybe pick back to truly in the pod. But I have two guys for this. Number one. See, uh, is McCaffrey? I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You could tell me. You could tell me he's good for ten games. I'm still out on him. I want nothing. It doesn't matter. Nothing to do with him. And he has the best quarterback he's had in, in a long time, probably since his rookie year. But I'm just talk about a guy who's walking on eggshells. Yeah. I would that that's heartburn that I don't wish on anybody. Yeah. no, no. I no. am completely and utterly. You can have them. I don't want them. I want no, I mean, nothing.
0: Like, yeah. Zero an- zilch. He's another too. guy. Like he's another guy. Like, I mean, he won't like he practically want, I was talking to Nick about this too, that every, like for the past few years, I've had guys who like, were like the number one players at their position even if the rest of my team wasn't really balanced, Uh I think year first year, you and I, like the the four of us did this, I had Saquon, then the next year I had McCaffrey, then the next year I had Lamar, and then last year I had Jonathan Taylor. Right. Who's my guy this year? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, since I had McCaffrey, he's never really, like – He's never been the same. He's never really been the same. I had Lamar, his, like, rookie, you know,
1: MVP, like – Yes, his his MVP year. His MVP year, Jonathan Taylor was a – he was, he was the number one guy. Yeah, he was insane last year. And I think he's actually probably the best fantasy player this year. But another guy I'm out on, and people will think I'm nuts for this, Travis Kelsey. I want nothing to do with Travis Kelsey, and here's why. Why We've seen it with Gronk. Yes, Travis Kelsey will have a game or two or three or four or five where he just blows up 180 yards receiving two touchdowns 10 catches has a vintage travis kelsey game but putting the miles on tight ends year after year after year when they fought when they go they're they're a ghost they're not the same guy and i love travis kelsey i love him as the person he portrays himself in the media as i love him as a as a player, I think he's the best tight end in football. But I am just weary of putting it another year on him. And now he's the number one guy. Yeah. Right now, he's the guy that opponent defensive coordinators going up against going up when they go up against Kansas City, saying, "Don't let eighty-seven beat us. You can let Juju beat us. You can let has Scanling beat us. Hell, if Clyde Edwards-Alaire has a good week, you you could let him beat us." But don't let eighty-seven beat us. Do you think the Chiefs are falling off a cliff? No, that- I don't think <laughs> the Chiefs are. Fa- I, that no, I don't. I think the Chiefs are actually going to win that division, but I don't think it's going to be because Travis Kelsey has a monster year again. I think as a team they are probably better, and I'm and they have the best quarterback in that division. But I don't think Kelsey's the reason.
0: Yeah, no, I could see that. And especially, like, they know – everybody knows he's the number one guy now. It's, like, the worst-kept secret in, like, football because it's, like, you know well, – until, until until that, somebody proves otherwise, right. he's gonna be the number one guy. Now, like, if Juju can turn into the player that he well, was – If he like, has a Robin
1: – they need a Robin. Yeah. Mahomes needs a Robin.
0: Yeah. He needs somebody – yeah. He needs a Robin.
1: I mean, I, he has – Kelsey but again they're going to put five people on Kelsey yeah all right who else you got
0: yeah exactly one of those two guys are they going to be Tyreek Hill probably not but they got to do something
1: well nobody's Tyreek Hill because nobody can outrun a cheetah
0: yeah but (laughs) Tyreek Hill is going to be interesting this year we're going to see what happens with
1: him he's another uh, side note he he's I'm like 80 percent out on 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 Tyreek Hill I was going to
0: say I think I think Two was, it's not that I don't doubt Michael Thomas will bounce back. It's just that, like, I don't know. He hasn't just,
1: played like, for so long. Prove it. I, yeah, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. I'm not, I'm not. Uh...
0: But, like, yeah, McCaffrey, I think that's a guy I, like, no. Someone else can have him. Tyreek Hill, I think, is now a guy. Does Matt have him?
1: No. Broden actually has both CMCC and Tyreek Hill. Those were his first two picks. I said, good luck to you, buddy. So either
0: Rodin is going to have a fantastic year or the trade inquiries are going to be starting. I, soon. I
1: think, he, I think his level of stress week to week is going to skyrocket because of he's going to he's gonna buy
0: like me. a season's worth of Tums just to have on, on hand at all times. Or like Raheem Mostert. That was a guy I had for like a week.
1: No I, li- I I actually kind of like him. I do. i like the dump off artist, but we're getting into the weeds here. We have a whole year to talk fantasy football. Uh, John, thank you so much for doing this. Tell the people what you got going on, where they can find you, all that sort of stuff.
0: Just just working right now, working the the old nine to five. Just you can find me on Twitter, cousin John fifty six. And then that's that's pretty much the only thing I really put out these days. But uh, oh, shout out! Wrestling's good again. <laughs> yeah, WWE has been a. Uh, been quite entertaining as of late since Triple H has taken over creative control. So, like, uh, wrestlers have freedom to say the things they want to say and cut promos that are, like, entertaining and, like, I'm engaged now in stories. And AEW is, that drama is becoming crazy.
1: My man Action Bronson making an an appearance in AEW.
0: And did you hear about the CM Punk scuffle? Yes. The CM Punk uh, post- the post conference gone a fight with the the young buck it's a it's a, it's drama so wrestling's good again <laughs> that's my that's my shout out
1: john again thank you so much for doing this i will see you on thursday when this pod goes up and uh, be easy till then all right all right see you on this side of the coin not the fake j leo on twitter j of sports Dot blogspot.com, and of course, this podcast. If you've reached this point, please like, subscribe, share this podcast with anybody who you seem fit. If you're new to the show, download the show, it means more to the show than you know. Huge thanks to 7 Minute Stories. Aaron has season three of 7 Minute Stories coming out, I believe, in the middle of September. So go over there and catch up on all the episodes from season one and season two so you can be ready for season three. Huge thanks to sea Geek for sponsoring today's episode really quickly peeking behind the curtain again for the podcast moving forward jack is back he is going to do picks with me we're going to try for record every thursday so to put it up friday morning to get the weekend picks all rared and ready to go and in terms of wrapping up with nick he just moved down to nashville this week so he's getting all settled in i don't know when we will do the wrapping up episodes maybe monday maybe tuesdays for that i will update you guys when it actually happens on twitter so go over there and and give me a follow in terms of the blog I have three different pieces in the works. I have a NFL over-under for teams that'll be out before Thursday, which is tomorrow. I have a Yankee piece that I've been just tinkering and need to get out. And I have a U.S. Open piece. And I'm not going to tease that one because that's a piece that I am uh, extremely, extremely proud of. That'll probably come out... Sometime on Sunday. I want, all, I want to get all three of these pieces out in the next couple of days. The NFL over-unders piece will be out before kickoff. It'll probably, I'll probably drop it right as soon as I'm going to get on to record with Jack tomorrow for the picks segment. So, that's all of the bookkeeping. And, uh, yeah, until Friday. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Peace.